Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. And we are back. Oh my gosh. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Sarah and I just got into the weeds with something that might shock you, but we both love Tampa and we can see it as a place to live. I My fantasy is to own a either a car detailing business where I go yes. to your place and clean your car. Oh, yes. And maybe a side power washing. Yes, the power washing <laughs> in Tampa. You can power wash you around my, there. It's my very dreams valuable. have gotten so low. <laughs> I would love to just own a home in Tampa and just, I think my fantasy is more of like going to Costco and like filling my home, (laughs) filling my home with that giant jar of nutmeg. Tampa is, you know, it's, I know, I know that it's like tacky because I remember there was a 30 Rock episode where um, the girl, I'm blanking on her name now, but the blonde woman in 30 Rock was like, the intern or not the, the one that worked, the Jana. Yeah. Jenna, Jenna. Oh, Jenna, yes. yes. Jenna was like, my that that was what what I used to buy my vacation home in Tampa and it was like tacky and I was like oh Tampa's tacky but I have to say it's delightful I've been there I've been to St. Pete St. Pete Beach it's lovely there's no hurricanes there it's no different than any other beach place kind it's it's just white sand and blue water that's all I need I don't care about the people do you know what I mean like I don't need to have liberals everywhere around me like I'm not getting into deep conversation yeah I know I'm not talking with you Uh, absolutely I, superficial I'll keep that to myself yeah you know where my stance is on things I just I just want easy living and it just feels like Tampa again like oh, isn't it funny Tampa. like as you get older you're like I don't need to be on SNL I just want a life where I can easily go to Costco yes <laughs> I just want to freeze things yeah yeah Florida is a very strange state in the way where it feels like it feels like it almost feels like you're time traveling as you go across the country where it's like, we're in the future. Weed is legal. Now we're back in the 50s. Like you can't get an abortion. Yeah. But Florida's like a weird in-between place where it's like, hey, weed is legal. You can get it anywhere. Do whatever you want. But like, do not say, don't say trans. Yeah. Don't say it. It's illegal. Don't, <laughs> don't say ma- it at Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ron DeSantis will come for you. Uh, you know, it is a, it's an odd play. It just feels, it's kind of, it feels like a Wild West. And we've talked about this before like Florida gets hate on the where they are like crazy behavior but you're like I'm sorry New York New Yorkers also have crazy behavior oh like no one in New York's ever done bath salts or no one's ever eaten a face (laughs) or like the the person that yells at you for having a conversation on the sidewalk because they think that like they own you know what I mean have you ever had that like can you guys move you're being too loud and you're like well you you live in New York right right I'm sorry I was speaking in front of your brownstone madam crazy Um, person well we just did a very fun bonus episode about my recent trip and sarah's um also been to key west so we have some key west secrets in there my top three key lime pies that i had while i was there uh we also did, there's a i love the cuban coffee i always just get a cuban sandwich and a cuban coffee in the oh morning and God, it's, it's kind of like the equivalent of the egg sandwich here i love i had a great at the key comedy key west which is the comedy club down there in the daytime it is a coffee shop called 
um, doing work coffee. I had the best cold brew I've ever had in my life. It was a cold brew that was then aged in a bourbon cask. What? Yeah. So it tasted, it had like just a light taste of bourbon, not in a bad way, but almost like when you mean like a bourbon ball, like a little bourbon chocolate. It was Oh my God, it was crazy. Delightful. And they were like, this one has 30% more caffeine. I was like, okay, give me a small. Yeah. It sent me. It sent, I was running around power walking <laughs> the island. Um, but yeah, please check out our Patreon for our full episode on our Key West journey. And thank you to everyone who has joined our Patreon. Yeah, thank you. We've got some new patronage. Yes, particularly. Is that the right way of saying it? Patronage. Patronage. It sounds like it sounds like patron patronizing. Thank you for patronizing us. <laughs> oh, Lady Journey's really great. Here's five dollars. <laughs> um, I want to say thank you to Julia. Julia, thank you, and well, yes. thank you so much. God bless you. You get this turd. You, this is Sarah. Said, she said this. It looks like a turd, and I have to say, I kind of agree. Shiny, a sparkly, a sparkle turd, a special turd. This is a the Galena. And um, this is actually straight from Death Valley. What if it is? It's like a fossilized turd. I'm uh, like, I love it. This is the Galena. Now, Galena is, um, this is a really fun one. This is guiding light for inner work mm. and shamanic journeying. Yes. Ever since you told me that someone introduced their friend to you as this is my shaman, I have been really into using it and working it into my into my casual vocabulary in any way I can. Oh, as you know, I'm getting an MFA in shaman and um I just love to be like I'm going to just introduce all my friends. This is my and this is my shaman. Like, uh, hi, this is my shaman. I'm Sarah. Well, we watched that doc, uh, Mother God. Mother God. I, mean, I think it's fun to refer to our significant others as Father God. <laughs> Father God would not do the dishes last night. <laughs> so, Julia, thank you so much. Enjoy your shamanic journey. Mm. Okay, get in there. And next, I want to welcome Betty. Betty, welcome. Betty, welcome. I think this is a great one to throw into windshields yes sarah sarah loves this for its vandalism purposes if, yes if you go to like yes. it's got a great heft to it yeah if you went to a junkyard i would be chucking that into a lot of windows it does it really does make you want to throw it into glass yeah something about it i mean this is a hefty this is a hefty little orb this is the citrine sphere this was um the one that was again donated to us by greenwood lake yoga if you're in the greenwood lake new york area they have some great yoga um studios but uh i'm class Sorry, but anyway, Betty, the citrine sphere, this is for you. This is sending you abundance, prosperity, and success. Whoa, how nice. about that? That's Sick. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, me. Give me that. No back. kidding. And then we've got one more. Yeah. <laughs> success. What is it? Actually, I'm gonna take that for myself. <laughs> you yeah, get that's why you want to throw it through a window. Stick. You're like, I'm I'm yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um <laughs> And then uh, let's see, Rachel. Rachel, thank you so much for joining the Patreon. I've got the amethyst for you today, mm. Rachel. This is sending you. You can't clarity. go wrong with purple. Can't go wrong. This is my favorite color. I love a it's light like purple. Like your sweater. Oh, hello. Oh. So me. <laughs> um, amethyst for you today, Rachel. Sending you clarity and peacefulness. Nice. Clarity is so underrated. But like we're just in a fog constantly. And then every now and then you have a moment where you're like, oh, my God, this is what I need to do. Oh, my God, I, I could get my life in order. And all I have to do is 12 drop things. all my friends. Yeah, just, <laughs> just cut everyone out of my life. 
and join a cult. But so I hope I hope you get a moment of clarity, Rachel, and hopefully it comes during this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, you might with these topics. And I'm yeah, you 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 uh, look out. Um, no, I'm wearing my contacts again. Isn't this fun? I've been wearing them oh. more. I'm practicing wearing them. I had to start forcing myself to practice wearing them at least one time per week because I wouldn't wear them, and then I was like. I would go to wear them and then I would just be like an hour of just like poking myself in the eye. Yeah. I can't, I would not be able to do contacts. I mean, I'm sure you just get past it. It's terrifying. It's never not been the most scary thing I've ever done. Yeah. To have any, and then the idea of getting a contact to go back in there. Have you ever had your friend that's like this? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. It's back there. <laughs> I know. It's like, <laughs> help. <laughs> like, every person I talk to that wears contacts has a horror tale. Yes. Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, well, that was when I had my eye ulcer, but you just go to the emergency room. They're like, no, I just woke up in the middle of the night. They tell it so casually. They're like, no, I just woke up in the middle of the night with a stabbing pain in my eye, I and realized- it was the greatest pain I've ever experienced. But, you know, I might just have my husband drive me to the emergency it was room. Fine. I lost vision. <laughs> my cornea is not intact um well i had a um uh, so i wore my contacts out new year's eve i went to an extravaganza for new year's eve i went to go see mike opened for nate bargazzi at the amaranth bank arena which is a hockey arena where is that it's uh, in on ice be, i would love to see stand up on, on ice <laughs> just falling it's just physical (laughs) comedy of you like slapstick um it's in it's like outside fort lauderdale so it's like hollywood florida area so we went yeah it was fancy we went down and i was like i want to look my best i put my contacts on and i guess what happened was maybe it popped out at some point or maybe it never got in in the first place but I had I did have a few glasses of wine that night and it was about one in the morning and I was just pinching my bare (laughs) eyeball (laughs) thinking that my contact was stuck on my eyeball but it was not in there at all and then I found it I was like let me just look around and I found it and it was dried out and I think it had been down there for I don't think I ever had a contact in the whole night so that was scary and then you know of course the next day especially after having a couple glasses of wine I just had chills of fear that I almost blinded myself I was just because it just makes me laugh to think of Mike watching you go through your ordeal when your partner is flailing. You're like, oh my god, what is happening? I'm just scraping my cornea with my nail. but I was fine. I was fine. My eye is very resilient. All good. All, All good. good. All good. All, no harm. No harm done. But um, it, I do love the irony of that because I, you know, I don't want to wear glasses because I'm vain. And um, so. I'm and I'm gouging I almost, my eyes out. Yeah, yeah. I almost didn't have to. I almost went straight to eye patch. <laughs> So, anywho, that's part of my glow up. Um, part two of my glow up uh, brown eyeliner. Ugh. I love a brown eyeliner because I'm I first of all, I love eyeliner. And I would say if if I was on a deserted island, Mm -hmm. my one makeup item would actually be eyeliner. Oh, eyeliner is the only makeup that you need. Yes. You can do the under or the tight line and you can kind of blur it out a little bit and then nobody knows. Kind of. I it's just enough to not make you look um, pale or tired. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, when you see your eye without eyeliner, you're like, that seems wrong. <laughs> I know. Remember, have you ever, remember when you're a kid and you would see your mom, your friend's mom with no makeup on and yeah. you'd be like this. <gasps> oh, <whoa>. Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> no. Do you have cancer? <laughs> <laughs> I forget what brand this is. I think it's called Cali Gal. I, it's a new brand that I saw at Sephora of clean eyeliner but it is I will say it is that like waterproof kind which you're not supposed to have if you have blepharitis because it's like yeah. you kind of want it to come off with water yeah that's you kind like, of yeah. unless you're like have an emotional problem where you're sobbing constantly like just just let it smudge yeah well I get the like I did you know when you do clear and you always have to like I had to take a photo and I do it sometimes and then I forget that I'm wearing eyeliner and I rub my eye and then I also had the baby with me and he was fussing and they took my photo and it was so bad because I just had Britney Spears <laughs> eyeliner smudge everywhere and they're like do you want to take it again I'm like no it's fine I can't <laughs> do picture day right now like oh my God. I will deal with having this but that's the pro that's the one thing I get annoyed with eyeliner is that like sometimes it smudges really badly throughout the day or it goes into my corner of my eye and I'll be having a regular conversation with somebody and then I'm like why were they staring at me weird? Yeah. And then I get home and I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, you've got to be fucking. <laughs> you have me. one eye is fine and the other eye, just no eyeliner on it. <laughs> it's just yeah. smeared everywhere. So it's, I get, I feel like it sets me up for embarrassment sometimes. Yeah. Eyeliner is tricky. It is. When you, the more stuff you put on your face, the more you have to go wrong. Yeah. Like the lipstick is on the teeth or like, especially red lipstick. I don't know these witches that can pull off red lipstick. It's going like everywhere on me. Oh, red lipstick. The the most hilarious thing is like, have you ever worn like red lipstick like to a fancy dinner? And you're like, oh, I'm eating. I'm eating the lipstick now. <laughs> I wore it one time. I remember I was like, I'll get wings. And then I like just looked like <laughs> the Joker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like a picture of instability. <laughs> Yeah, red lipstick is. I, I I love the girls that do like the liner around the mouth. I I do not have the confidence to make my lips look larger no, than they are. First, can, what is that's like insane? <laughs> that is insane that you're drawing bigger lips onto your face. And that they, is fucking bonkers. They make it look like on TikTok, like it's totally believable. But no. if you ever talk to somebody like that, you're like. I see what's happening here. <laughs> You're a crazy person. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. No, I've seen people try to do it. Like, they'll do like a brown eyeliner around the lips to make it kind of like feel like it's 3D. Yes. But even that, when you're taught, it's like... It's yes. very like J-Lo. Yes. Like in, in like... Um, late 90s, well, early 2000s. It's like, yeah, I'm sure this looks great in photos, but we're in real life right now. Like, I, right. I've always suspected that with the Kardashians. Like, yeah, they look amazing on social media, but they've got to look ratchet in real life because... Yeah. The contouring has got to look weird in person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I think. Like that's what I tell myself. To yeah, feel better. <laughs> yeah. They have <laughs> it hard. Yeah, <laughs> they probably have challenges too. Um, I forget what we were talking brown about eyeliner. today. Oh yeah, that was that was my thing. Yeah, brown eyeliner. Um, yeah, but it's great to switch over from the black because it's less harsh and it does oh. just as great emphasizing. And this is the reason that I started using it. It's a actually. good everyday look. Yeah. I, and I I saw something that said like, actually, if you have green eyes, 
brown is the correct choice for you. And I that blew me away because I have been using black eyeliner forever and tight lining. And, and it just has been looking really weird to me lately. It looks like it's too much of a contrast on the lid. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'll see it. A photo or have you ever seen like an older lady wearing black eyeliner and then you're like, it's harsh, <laughs> yeah. harsh. That's what it was looking on me. Yes, and exactly. I feel like there's a time when you age where all of a sudden overnight the eyeliner, you're like, oh, I got to change up my makeup plan. Yes. Yes, exactly. And I think for me, too, I was using a black gel liner, the Isla one, which I like because it comes right off and you don't have any issues. But I think for me, a charcoal pencil is way better because it gives such a more like a softer. Yeah, it's like softer. Like the one eyeliner that I can't I know I've railed about this on here before, but like liquid eyeliner. And I think it's almost it's really made its way out. It was like a big thing in like 2009. Yes. Like everyone was doing like the wing you know i look uh, do you ever look at makeup on tiktok and then you're like let me try that and you're like why does it never look good on me like yeah. the winged eyeliner i have to go like yeah i'm like i'm like it have doesn't it slanting two different uh like acute angles <laughs> like, like it never gets if i do the cat it looks like Amy Winehouse makeup <laughs> where you're yeah. like it that's not a good look so I don't have the eye shape for that but then they're like try it this way and then I'm like I don't have the eye it just feels like I never have the eye shape when they right. do like the contouring of like say like a lighter concealer to brighten the eye area yeah. I've done it and I'm like I don't ever see a difference right or Same. it just looks like paint Right. Yeah. I don't, I feel like I personally do not have the confidence to do a winged yes. uh, liquid eyeliner look because it's like, you really have to be like, hello world. Yeah. Here I am. Here I am. I, I made this choice and I don't feel vulnerable about it. Well, there's some people, I've seen some people wear it and you're like, oh, you gotta work it. It's not coming off great right now. Right. Yeah. Right. I yeah. don't think you have. Like some people just don't have the eye shape for it. I think that's what it is. And I don't know which eye shape is correct. I don't know. I'm like, is it just hot girls? Ask God. That's why we go to church. <laughs> What's the perfect eye shape? <laughs> that is the only stuff I would ask God is for beauty advice. What are my angles? God, Jesus. please. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also I remember now my topic today is um, bitchiness, which is such fun. I and I am into this person on TikTok. Her name, her TikTok handle is Style Crone. Okay. And she's 80 years old and she wears like she wears these like kind of impassioned outfits and she's into this lifestyle that just because I'm 80, I don't need to dress in a certain way. You know, I can live you know, she's basically like living the same life that we are, but she's just 80. Yes. And she doesn't have this ethos about her of like granny on a cane i love you it know? i feel like i call that like kind of like driving the corvette off the cliff where you're like fuck it fuck it drive I'm it about, off the cliff i'm doing what i'm doing before i die yes and she wears these like really great pieces and anyway she posted this thing which was like almost kind of like her little essay about um like an air of bitchiness and how she she loves it and she kind of like celebrates it as like a light and fun way of like setting a boundary but mm. also like being flirtatious in a bitchy way like oh oh you can't have that that's mine yes. you know 
And it was so inspiring to me. Well, first off, my favorite kind of humor is bitchiness. I love to it. To be like, to just a, when you're hanging out with somebody, just to be blatantly rude. Oh. <laughs> I used to do a character to my friends. I called it <laughs> Hannigan. And I would just be kind of like that bitchy person. And it was fun. And it was like a celebration. And, you know, people were receiving it in a way that was like safe and not like off put. Well, know? that's like why I love people like Karen Fian. An utter bitch. The I utter, love her. But she'll just be on a podcast with a guy and being like, well, that's because you're not talented. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Blunt. You just haven't accepted that you're not talented. Yeah. And she's right. And she is. She wouldn't say it if she wasn't right. Yeah. And yeah. she wouldn't say it if she wasn't on a podcast. Exactly. Or like in that type of like space where that humor is um, encouraged. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. But I... I enjoy, I think bitchiness has a level of like, there's a bit of truthiness to it. Yeah. And it's also got a bit of humor. Like, I don't like the people that are like, I'm, I'm the one of those people that tells it like it is. And you're like, well, I don't. I don't care for that. Yeah, that's almost like a narcissism. <laughs> yeah, I don't need brutally honest. Yeah, yeah, and 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 as though like you're entitled to like dress me down well, for doing like, nothing. Okay, well then let me unleash on you. Yes. Astra. Are you done? Because I'm about to <laughs> yeah. rip into you. <laughs> Freedom of speech, bitch. Um, no, I, yeah, I think bitchiness uh, is more it's like an art form. It's an oh, it's an utter art form. It's a genre. Like Joan Rivers is like the ultimate bitch yes like welcoming and fun but like uh, uh, excuse me like you're not standing in the right spot like go to your seat sir you well know? i like hang- that's why i like hanging out with other bitchy women yes because sometimes you can have the fun repertoire back have you ever seen there's a a video that i love of betty white and joan rivers yes and they're just passive aggressively yes being mean to each other and it's the funniest thing oh ever. my god i love it i love it and i think like i that's one of the reasons I used to love doing roast battles because like I feel like at heart I am a people pleaser, but it's fun to step out of that and say how you really feel in a humorous way. In a humorous way. covert way. I want to bring more bitchiness into my life. I yes. think I think that sometimes and I've seen some other clips recently like there was a clip with Taylor Swift and she was talking about how um and I know we're not big Tay heads on this podcast, but Res- I respect her. But I also have to. Her work. I do want to say I felt like the way she handled Joe Coy's joke was a little eye rolling. Oh, a little lighten up, lighten. It wasn't up, even Taylor. anything vicious about her. No, no, no. But I think that you know you can't expect musician people to get a joke. No, and I also feel like I'm like, is she gonna have a Khaleesi storyline? Oh, from Game of Thrones, oh where we're God. all rooting for her, and then all of a sudden she she becomes evil. I hope she does. <laughs> I, I would love to see this. So powerful. Because I would love Taylor Swift to deal do a heel turn. Oh, I would relish in it. Yes. Um. Yeah. Her next album. Now it's the antihero. Yeah. We've gone full villain. <laughs> um. But she had a great clip, which I think kind of plays into bitchiness in a way where it was it was like um and. Women are gaslighted in their work where like you're if you the second you set a boundary and say like this needs to be something different people that you're making their lives complicated will gaslight you into thinking that you're the problem. Yeah. And it's not even like complicated. You're just like that's not the vision that I want. Yes. And you 
most of the time it's articulated in a way that I feel like is fair. And then you get labeled as difficult. Being difficult. Like I did a show one time and uh, somebody was taping the entire show. This is years ago before like we were all doing clips and stuff. But the guy was just like taping the entire show. I was like, well, I don't want to be taped. I don't know what's going on with this, but I don't want to be taped because he was like, we're using it for, you know, like it was one of those things where people are always trying to like, um, make a pilot of their stand-up show where it's like so yes. you're just taking you're just ripping everyone's act and you're putting it as though it's your pilot I yeah, don't know part, yeah I said something I was like I don't I surely won't be having first of all I'm gonna bomb yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going into this you know feeling unconfident I, I can't have a tape on me and he acted like I made a big deal about it yeah and well you're like well you didn't even ask you didn't ask I so why would I just be okay with you taping me I remember Tiny Cupboard was kind of doing that and then we were like hey yeah this is not it's you not need right. to let us know that you're doing that because yeah, sometimes you're so like I, I want to work slurs. out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well like Especially stuff out of context looks make can make you look bad. Um, yeah. If you're trying something. Yeah. Or like sometimes you're like. Maybe you don't have the like, wordage quite, quite right yet or, or like, the point of view. How about correct? I don't like the way my hair looks right now and yes. I can't have it be shown to the world. Oh, I love that when I used to like I would walk dogs all during the day and then you would do a show and then they're like, we have a photographer. I'm like, can you just tell me this before I show up? Yeah. Because... Like take us my backside. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, I, I felt that and I saw a similar different clip with Nicki Minaj. You know, Nicki Minaj has this like. She's talking about how she has this reputation, which you even have her like everyone's like, oh, Nicki Minaj. Oh, my God. She's so hard to work with. And she was like, I'm showing up to shoots. They've got a $50 costume budget. They have a tray of pickles as the food. She was like, I'm not dealing with that. She was like, if I if I put it up with it, I'd be drinking the pickle juice right now. And it's like, yeah, she's absolutely right. When men do it, when, um, you know, the masculine presence does this yes it's like applauded as being like a he knows hero. what he wants um yeah he's a genius and, yeah <laughs> and meanwhile when women do it it's like a oh, perfectionist perfectionist and neurotic and she neurotic. should be medicated yes and blacklisted because i remember that with um who was there Catherine hagel mm-hmm. remember she talked about with judd apatow movie she thought her character sounded like a nag and she thought it was kind of unfair and they he was so harsh yeah, yeah, about that. And I was like, you know, when you watch that movie now, you're like, she's actually right. It was an unfair representation for her. And I yeah. felt like it wouldn't have taken away the movie if you didn't make her a nag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it happens all the time in settings like that. Yeah, like meanwhile, like, you know, in... um. Uh, um, the Shining, Stanley Kubrick is like abusing <laughs> Shelley Duvall, who's like, never worked really after she that. She had PTSD. Yeah. So. And was so nice to like Jack Nicholson. So nice, I'm sure. Yeah. But that, that goes into that realm of like, I have a feeling Kubrick was probably like, well, she's gonna, she needs to be in this state for this role, but I've never been into that kind of directing no. of abuse to get the performance. You're like, how about their actors? And you can get that performance without abuse. Yes, at 100%. Well, I watched, you know what's great? This is sidetrack. I watched that um, movie she said about the Harvey Weinstein. Oh, and what okay. I did appreciate about this movie is they didn't, the way they showed the sexual abuse was the woman talking about it and they 
they overlaid it with like panties on the floor, a sh- the shower going off. So there was never like you didn't need a scene of a woman getting brutally assaulted on camera. Yeah. For you're like I just don't feel like that's needed. But I f- I'm like oh that was great that they did that for Artistic. that movie. Yes, I know it's like the Netflix the new like Netflix paradigm is like you show everything as much as you can as gory as you can because yeah. that's what gets people to watch it. Well, you're like back in the old days like if you were gonna do a rape scene they would just have the camera lightly pan up to the moon yeah yeah (laughs) to the sky to the beautiful night sky with Uh. screams in the background where you're like that's so much better than putting an actress through like horrific Uh, yeah like leave it to leave it to the imagination yeah which is way worse than anything yeah Uh, yeah, i will go worse than what the filmmakers doing truly truly (laughs) um but yeah i'm like totally into I I just love bitchiness. I love it. I love the idea of, you know, taking like to use an antiquated term, which has now been shit upon, but like using Joan Rivers or like somebody like a bitchy person as like a spirit animal, you know, a spiritual guide so that when you're in a situation where you do need to channel the bitchiness, you can. And it feels like a place coming from a place of confidence and not like a fear to speak up from yourself because you're like a, you know, a narcissist echoist and you're on like the other end of the spectrum where you can't speak up for yourself. Yeah. But also you're obsessed with yourself. That's my new diagnosis for myself for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Light narcissism. Which is great for us. It's so great. It's so um, great. No, I know. I, I think I've had moments of bitchiness in my life and I thought it was guaranteed, or called for and then it backfired. It's true. I, That's what I, I feel like. I at the stand because of it. Yeah. I was yeah. so annoyed. I was doing a, I thought a bitchiness banter back to the booker and then he called me vile. Oh, That'll get you. Yeah. <laughs> bitter. I'm That'll bitter. That'll get you. Well, yeah. I, I but think, I thought it was unfair. I think the key of bitchiness is like the keeping it to a friendly way. Yes. But it is hard to speak up for yourself sometimes in a way that actually gets the job done. Because, you know, when you're a woman, you're dealing with people, you know? Yeah. And I also, well, sometimes like I feel like you have to handle it with humor. But even then you're like. Then you've made everyone laugh at this person. Right, right. <laughs> now you've made a fool of him and he's going to stalk you. You will be scorned. Yeah. <laughs> er, yeah. Well, that's bitchiness. That's our foray into it. Um, embrace it. Love it. Love it. Live and then it. also you know, use it wisely. Use it wisely. Yes. <laughs> it is a sword. Yes. It is a sword. It can cut. It can cut deep. But Yes. I'm all for it. Yes. Now let's get into your, you were doing a tiny, you're doing a tchotchke era. I'm in a tchotchke era. And this is something where you're like, first of all, having the baby, I've gone full consumerism. Yes. And it's, I know January is the time for budgeting and I'm really trying hard, but I, man, I've done some really fucking crazy Amazon hauls lately. Oh, I love it. Well, I'm, I'm doing loud budgeting. Yeah. I'll get into that later. But I've decided like, you know, there, instead of buying stuff that's like big items, I've noticed I'm really into what I would call beautifying the home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like I bought for toilet paper, a nice brass toilet paper storage holder Ooh. to keep. Yes. And then, um, Functional. For one time I got my friend a, uh, that toilet brush. Yes. They're ugly. Mm, yep. I was like, there's gotta be a one that's, aesthetically pleasing to the eye I found one that was a cherry Mm -hmm. and the stem was 
the handle. So cute. So when you pull it out, there's the brush. But when you put it back in, it's a full cherry in your that's, bathroom. So it's a pop of color. It's I love that. That's uh, a great gift. Yes. Everybody needs one. So that's like, I exactly. And those are things that I was thinking of, like what little things to make the house fun and more interesting. Like I'm now I'm into door stops. Oh my God. I love a door stop. <laughs> like I want to get um, a brass paw oh, as my doorstop. I have a little boxer doorstop over here that I'm into that my sister got. Out. I saw one in England that I wanted. It was a bulldog one, like a brass bulldog. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the search for that. Um, changing your hardware. Yes. Like oh your doorknobs and knobs. stuff or light switches doing that. I found online on Pinterest, like this was really pretty at the, you know, the little bolts on your toilet yeah. on the floor. Yeah. You can get little bolt covers and That's one's so like cool. a ceramic fish. That's so cool. That, um, th- so these are the things that I'm like really, uh, excited about. <laughs> I love this. I love this because, you know, I've never been somebody. I wish I was this type of person. I I would love to be this person. I never will be like moving into a new place and you're like, oh, let's paint. Like, let's paint. Like the painting is so daunting. I mean, to actually professional too. Yeah. Like I've done it and it's and you. You don't do all the stuff, the taping and all that stuff. You're still getting it on the ceiling. You're getting it everywhere. You Later at night, a week or so later, you're looking at your walls and you're like, oh, I didn't. That is very one coat over there. Yeah. 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 Or like something's shining through. And then just the amount of labor of like scrubbing the wall, stripping the previous paint, putting whatever that kills stuff is. It's like just day after day. And then when you move, you have to paint it all back. Yeah, I so. oh, like I would love to do wallpaper, but I don't want to. I would think it's very expensive to get someone to do wallpaper for you. Yeah, and also I can't do it by myself. I tried to when we did the wallpaper on our signage. Yeah, I, it was so hard to even do one little yeah. square to the, get them lined up the perfectly. Stick wallpaper. It's cheap and it's fun, but it looks cheap. Yes, and like actually, I actually was talking with a guy who paints houses. He's like an interior painter and exterior, and he was talking about like everybody's doing wallpaper now. And I was like, oh, wallpaper. Do you love it? He was I like, love, he was I like, love it's it. awesome, but it costs a lot because it's like it's time. You have to align it perfectly. Yes, and then sometimes I remember we had wallpaper growing up in our house, and it would just over time be like <laughs> just that's dangle. a great punctuation for like a, a moment of despair you're like my life is my life is complicated and then just like, like wallpaper landing on yeah, your like, head and divorce yeah <laughs> <laughs> also sometimes like the risk of wallpaper like i remember remember that was a trend to like do a border of wallpaper yes on the thing and i remember even then as a kid being like mad at my parent uh, friend's parents house being like this why would you do that <laughs> so tacky yeah we had um i remember my house growing up we my mom likes to paint so she would paint but we did a lot of sponge painting that rot house oh mo- my like, gosh stay at home moms they love for spo- the 90s the, sponge painting the 90s they are intertwined to me there is there it's it was out of control because it was something that were like, I can do that. <sighs> oh, sponging. And, and, did, and they sponged paint everything. Oh, my God. We sponged everything. We had like several rooms that were just all sponge painted. I want, you know what I feel like the equivalent of is, I think it's called, is it called patina? 
where it's like you add this texture to your wall, but you it's kind of the new, I call it the new sponge painting. Okay. I don't know if it's a patina. I don't know what, I've not heard of it this. It looks like a clay finish. Yes, okay. But you don't have to do a full paint job on it because yeah. you want that kind of rustic look. Like the texture. So I've been, like, I've been like, oh, that's the new sponge painting. Yes, yes. I love that. I love that in like um, my northern Italian kitchen. You know, you're yes. like rustic like a vineyard yes Ugh. and then um my friend and i were talking because i've been looking at houses on zillow and i'm and then when you watch hgtv mm-hmm. i am so shocked and i'm not saying i'm great either but i'm trying yeah but i'm shocked how many americans have bad decor yeah it's decor, shocking decor is so challenging it's well i think a lot of people um think they have to get everything new at once. Yeah. So you get to see like a look that feels ends up feeling dated within five years. Like I think of the Chevron stripes. Yeah. It does remind me of like what Dan Rosen was saying when we had him on and his advice was to like really you really do need to put the time and energy into like finding those pieces. Yes. And becoming like passionate about like tchotchkes, you know, to like really fill up the space. Yes. Well, I find just Whenever I'm on Pinterest or if I find something that I like or that I want, I put it in my list on my app on my phone. Mm -hmm. And then if I'm ever going thrifting, then I those are the pieces I go looking for. That's a really great way to do it. Yes. To have an eye open for something that would fit versus like just going out into the world and being like that. Yes, I think I like I that. Want that. And usually I feel like you regret those decisions. The other place that it's kind of like beautifying, I'm taking all of our cheap shitty picture frames and I'm slowly replacing <gasps> those with wow. fancy ones. Oh my gosh, this is a revolution. <laughs> this is it revolutionary. Might be a 10-year journey. Wow. Yeah. This, this is the long game. Does Joe know that you're doing this? <laughs> No, and don't tell him. <laughs> it's a secret. Don't post it on Reddit, you weirdos stalking us. Um, <laughs> does Joe know that you're doing this? <laughs> he does now. He does now, yes. Um, I love, I have been doing more little moments with stuff in my home, um, a la Caitlin Palufo. Oh, yeah. I love, like, I have set, like, right in front of the TV, like, little picture frame, little candle, little tiny vase with, like, a few dried flowers. And that's been kind of my, like, little tchotchke journey is, you know, versus like what I did in my 20s was just kind of like setting things in a line, you know, like <laughs> setting things in a line, like on um, the bookshelf or like the windowsill, yes. you know. But now now that I have the technology of little moments, yes, I've been diving in head first. Uh, creating a little theme. I stayed in a friend's house this last weekend and we stayed in her daughter's and Mm -hmm. I'm like she must be she should be an interior designer for girls rooms it was the best room of the house it was so cozy she went with pink and I'm like pink is such a relaxing color it's almost it's really like a neutral but what she did so good and has inspired me is I'm really into lamp lights. Oh, I so love like, lamps. I don't like overhead yeah. lighting. Oh, like the big is, light. The big light. The never. big light. No. Oh. There and apparently there's two types of people, and I think it's men and women. <laughs> like, well, men don't lamp light sets ambiance, and it's yes. a relaxing light. You put this on, it's like this. Oh, and it depends. You know, I've struggled with this. It, no, this is this is 100 a lady journey because I've struggled. Yes, I have struggled with this in my relationship. Mike does not understand the wattage of bulbs. So, so like, don't get the white. 
you he need gets, the lower lights. Yeah, he gets the lower wattage, like the brightest fluorescent, two hundred watts. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like it, he puts it in the the bedside lamp. I'm like, no, no, I've. And then they get they're like, stop yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think too, like he wants to be able to see, so he's just thinking like this one will be good. It's the, like the brightest is not the best. No, and you can still read with a good low wattage. I say sixty. 60 to uh, the max I would go is 100 but, but 60 is perfect yes but it's very yes I'm you turn well on into a light this. it's like the light of the sun <laughs> it's the light of the like sun in the floodlights. home yeah it's you're like, crazy is this a crime scene yeah. are we you trying to like, keep crime to a bay over here we're like in the projects when they put the yeah, bright yeah. lights oh my god this is just a police yeah a manhunt going on <laughs> Yeah, it feels like office space. It feels um it ruins oppressive. it is. It's like um I it just can't I just like a low light. I call it headache lighting, but yeah. I I if I could I could I would love a dimmer in every room. Oh my gosh, just lower it down. I also like a light coming from a like when you look over and, and you're like, "Do you have a light on the floor?" A small ambient that's like an ambient light. Or how about oh. like my favorite is when like um landscaping lighting like when somebody puts a light spotlight on a plant oh oh my god now that is a moment (laughs) we really segued into lighting and i did not see us going here but (laughs) yet here we are and that's why i'm putting a spotlight on a plant like do your work baby (laughs) he's like this This you mean this plant (laughs) (laughs) my plant alfredo (laughs) <laughs> yeah, track lighting. I um with like a with like a dimmer. Oh, to put oh it God, under. Like so I want nice. I'm gonna put. This is revolutionary. But I'm looking for a lamp for my kitchen because okay. the kitchen light always seems like it needs to be an overhead lighting. Mm-hmm. But I don't even like that. So yeah. I'm going in for. I'm trying to look because I don't get natural light in the kitchen. Yeah. So I'm trying to find. I'm going for lamp lighting in there. We do have a similar weirdness where our kitchen light is like a, one of those circular fluorescent bulbs and it's like it's you're f- not finding mood lighting with that no bulb. it's just yeah, yeah yeah it has a noise to it when it can- also i really hate light fixtures in an apartment mm, they're not good we we they're have, never good we only use lamps yes. we only use lamps and thank you to christy who actually um gave me an amazing lamp cover she made this gorgeous she takes um uh, like a sewing hoop, right? Like mm-hmm. an embroidery hoop, right? And she connects two of them with a gorgeous piece of fabric. So whatever you want, you could even do tissue paper. And well, maybe not flammable. Let's. let's <laughs> I'm not a fireman. I'm not a fire person. But yeah, we'll put a warning on this. Yeah, anything we say. Put it in your baby's room. Yeah. Anyway, so she's got like she, DIY two embroidery hoops connected with a fabric, and then she hangs it, and then it's just like gorgeous mood lighting. Yeah. And and DIY and so fun and so cute. You could switch out the fabric anytime. And I, cheap. Cheap. Because you just have to buy the little cord that the bulb yeah. goes in. Oh, yeah. That's pretty relatively inexpensive. And you can just get it at any hardware store. And I like I like a nice hanging lamp. I have one right over my desk. Turn it on. Like, nice little. And then. Yeah. I can get into paper lantern lights, too. Oh, my God. From You can get those at Ikea. I always want to change the light fixture. It like the yeah the fixtures, but I've done it once and it's a disaster. You mean like in here? Not in here. There's yeah. nothing I can do about drop ceiling. It yeah. drives me insane. I've looked into. You can get like different kind of tile seal seal ceiling tiles, mm-hmm. but I'm just like it's not worth it for this. Yeah, I don't know where I would put this. 
backup because I feel like George, my landlord would be upset. <laughs> we have the ceiling of a funeral Class, home. Yeah, it's a classroom in here. It's like a classroom. It's, it's like an DMV. office. It's a, a wedding reception hall. Yes. Budget. A budget reception hall. Well, that's like, say. I'm trying to put more lamps in this room because it is also the guest room. Yes. yes. Yeah. Lamps are everything. <laughs> Lamps are life. Lamps. And that's part of beautifying the home. And that's kind of relatively inexpensive. And we'll talk about this maybe later on the next one. But like, I just joined a new Facebook group in my neighborhood of, and it's people getting rid of stuff for free. This is amazing. This is game changer. And you'll be surprised how much great stuff people are giving away for free. Yes. Join this Facebook marketplace in your neighborhood, you guys. Yes. I mean, what a hobby. Just getting free stuff. Now you're a hoarder. (laughs) (laughs) I know there's times where I'm, well, like I'm looking for bar stools and you can just put, I think you can do a hashtag called asking and then there's giving. Oh, that's great. So, um, I'm going to look for, I, th- I believe I can probably find bar stools for free on my Facebook marketplace. God willing. What a great place. Oh, Facebook marketplace. You heard it here. <laughs> hey, everybody, please like and subscribe. Um, join our Patreon. Please yes. leave us a review on iTunes. Um, if you can leave us a review, I will. Um, you need to take a photo of it. Send it to ladyjourneypodcast at gmail.com. And then I will send you a fun Lady Journey kit. Yes. It's very fun. Very exciting. Lady Journey. 